The Dallas Cowboys select Tyler Smith, offensive tackle slash guard from Tulsa with the number 24 pick. What does that mean for the future of the offensive line? What do we think of the pick? All that and more on this episode of the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Landon, they did it. They did it once again to me. They just, they pull my heart out of my chest and disappoint me once again. Uh, it's okay. Uh, right. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys <laughs> Podcast, uh, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, we want to thank you guys for uh, tuning, tuning in. We are free and available on all platforms. Uh, I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter or not. I, you might be upset with me. I'm on Twitter now. Follow Landon at MooCoolBCB where he is much more level-headed. Uh, Landon, how are you doing on this fine Thursday night? Uh, I'm uh, fighting for my life on my Twitter account because somebody has uh, gone around and told everyone that uh, that Tyler Smith was uh, my guy and kept on referring to uh, Tyler Smith as my guy on our on our shared podcast. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm taking a lot of friendly fire right now, but I, otherwise I'm, I'm doing okay. I, I'm yeah, that was clearly better, cool. clearly better than some some Cowboys fans. I'll say that. Uh, I will say, when we got to the pick of the draft, I fully expected them. To the, the Cowboys to take Tyler Smith. So if you haven't heard, Cowboys did take offensive tackle Tyler <laughs> Smith at yeah. number 24. Uh, we've been talking about this a little bit. It became, I don't want to say like a common pick in mock drafts on Thursday morning, but it became uh, a very much a possibility. Uh, so they did it. I, I just want your, what were your initial thoughts when it was announced that the Cowboys did select Tyler Smith? That it was it that it's a reach. I mean, I, I think I want to be clear that like yeah. you know I I don't hate the pick. I don't think it's the end of the world. I think it could work out great for the Cowboys. I don't think it's a great value pick. I actually agree with I, you. I agree. hundred yeah. percent agree. I I think that the the you know every the, the problem is is that you know if you take a high second round pick in the first round, everyone's still going to complain about it, right? Like and and I think that for me. My disappointment came er way earlier in the whole situation when I saw the way the board fell. There's no quarterbacks going. You know, finally Pittsburgh takes uh, Pickett, uh, but but you know the way that the board fell was terrible for the Cowboys, and uh, and I think that that's the reality that they were they were picking with. You know, people were talking about taking. I mean, honestly, I like this pick than them taking Jermaine Johnson. Or uh, you know some of the other guys that were that were Uh, falling or whatever. But but, from what I've heard. And again, I could be wrong. It was between Lewis Seen and um, Tyler Smith at 24. That's At least that's what I've heard. That makes sense to me. I mean, I, I think, look, I thought that Jermaine Johnson got, and we talked about this, like after the senior bowl, he got pushed crazy high, crazy high. And I was never a fan of George Koloftis. I mean, some other folks may want to talk about him, but I honestly don't hate those choices. I mean, again, I think Tyler Smith is a reach. I, I never was, saw the Carl Loftus thing for Dallas. I just didn't think he. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, make and sense. and and Lewis signed. It's like that's also a reach too. I think, but I also would have liked that pick. Um, you know, I I I think my like I said, my initial thought was, this is a reach for the Cowboys. But I I you know again, I don't hate the player the way that a lot of people that seemingly haven't seen him hate him. 
All right. So, man, there's so many things we have to get through. But um, yep. all right. Let, let's let's start with this. I think it's a reach. I, I I looked at my board, and again, my my board is just my thoughts. It's not the definitive board that you should trust at all. But I thought he was a third round player uh, because he is a he's he's really just an athlete right now with you know a, a long wingspan, and he's gonna t- need a lot of development. And I kind of wish the Cowboys were in a situation where he didn't have to play right away, where he could you know spend half the season just working on technique without being forced in the lineup, but. My guess is that's not going to be the case. Um, we should mention uh, that the Cowboys did have trade offers to move down from pick 24. Uh, they actually had three different trade offers. However, one of the teams trading up was going to be Tennessee Trying for to get Tyler, Tyler Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah, or Tyler Smith, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know if the Cowboys wanted to move down anymore and potentially lose him, but – that's apparently why they did move down. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, if, if ultimately you were trying to get one of these, it sounds like to me, just kind of based on the smoke, they were really trying to get somebody that could play guard and tackle, right? Like someone that I, I could... think they, they wanted somebody and it, Jerry Jones is spelling it out for you. They believe he's the left tackle in the NFL, but the plan yeah. is to play him at left guard until they need him to. Yeah. And, and that makes sense. And I think, you know, that, that plan in general, I thought, made sense. You know, especially because the, the quality of players that you can get, it opens up your board more for what you can take. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, Jerry just said that they had Zion and Kenyon Villa, Tyler Smith. I mean, if you're if they view the value at tackle there, maybe that's what they're thinking. I don't – I didn't agree with that necessarily. But I also can understand, you know, that, that Tyler Smith may have been the last one of these kind of – guys that they really thought that could play inside and then eventually outside on their board. You know, this clearly seems to indicate that they may, you know, they may not think that, that uh, Ty- Tyron Smith is, is going to be playing for too many more years, you know? So they, they felt like they had to get, if they were going to do this and they wanted to get somebody who could grow into the position, you either have to draft a, a tackle in the top 15 or 20, or you take a guy later and then develop him into a starting left tackle. I, I just want to be clear on this. I actually really agree with that strategy. Like, I think yeah. I think that's the ideal way to do this because you want Tyron to play as long as possible because when still, when Tyron plays, he is a really, really good left tackle. Um, and it's really hard to find good left tackle. So if you can get a guy in here and have him play left guard and then slide him out to left tackle when you need him to, that's amazing. In some ways, the Cowboys did that with Tyron, right? They drafted him and played him at right tackle and then moved him over to left tackle when it was time to. They did this with Larry Allen a little bit early on in Larry Allen's career, right? Larry Allen eventually moved out to left tackle for, is that a year or two before sliding back to guard? But yep. this is something they have a lot of experience doing. I agree with them. It's just I don't necessarily agree with them that this is the right player to potentially do that. That's all. We'll see. I, I think he's one of these guys with one of the widest ranges of potential outcomes, right? Like, because I could see him being a really good tackle in the NFL, but I also think there's a good chance that you know, with the wrong offensive line coach and if he's forced to play right away, maybe he really struggles. I, I don't know. I, I just think that his, you know, look, I, I, I talked about this before, but his problems, his, his technique issues are very rudimentary 
he hasn't been playing the position very long. He's only been exposed to Tulsa offensive line coaches. This isn't a situation where he's a waistbender with no power that is grabbing hold of guys because he doesn't he can't he can't out physical them. That's not the issue at all with this guy. The issue is that he comes out of his snap, and I'm trying to back up so people can see it. I understand podcast is not helpful. He comes out of a snap, and he and, and the first few movements, his hands are still down by his waist. And, and of course, that means that he's going to get his punch up late. It's going to be on the outside because he's not going to have time to get it inside on, on the defensive lineman. And that, that getting his hands on the outside of the frame of the defensive end, that's what's going to cause holding because he's going to grab them and then he's going to bury them. And then that, that is what holding is. So I think that if they can just get him to come out of his stance with his hands up and then focus the punch, that is, a to me, a much easier fix than trying to find a way to get some, increase somebody's core strength that won't increase. He has the, the things that are hard to teach already in it, or not hard to teach, but hard to get, like the physicality, the nastiness. Those are things that you can't really coach or, or get in the workroom, in the weight room more than they already are. And he has problems that are imminently fixable. It's I think that... You know, I wouldn't definitely not play him at tackle right away. I mean, I think it's it's an issue. But I think that working on his hand technique and then a move inside to guard until he can figure things out a little bit are going to help both of those issues. And mm-hmm. and I and I think that he has, especially when you talk about look look at what the Eagles did, right? They, they got Jordan Davis. You know, and I think some people were talking about why didn't why didn't the Cowboys take Tyler Linderbaum? Imagine if Tyler Linderbaum had to line up against Jordan Davis two times a year. Like I love Linderbaum, but that would be problematic. The Cowboys need more stoutness in their offensive line. I think that's probably one of the reasons that, despite Connor Williams being a decent, you know, replacement, yeah. you know, above replacement level guard in the NFL, they didn't sign him because they needed more oomph up front to, to defend the interior pass rush of some of these teams like the Cow- uh, the Eagles and the Giants. All right, we have plenty more thoughts on Tyler Smith. Uh, what happened in the first round? Um, wh- what kind of led up to this pick, and what the Cowboys are going to do on Friday? Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lens, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays' insane protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every single pair, and they will send you a brand new pair if you lose them no matter what. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay absolutely nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. And exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That is promo code LOCKEDON for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. All right, let's... Let's back up a little bit and talk about how we got to the Tyler Smith pick. So, again, this some of this is based off of what we're hearing and behind-the-scenes stuff, but the Cowboys were looking to trade up for, for Drake London or Charles Cross. Drake London goes eight. It's far too high to trade up. Uh, Charles Cross goes nine to Seattle, I believe. Too far to trade up. At that point, it's... At least it seemed like the Cowboys were going to be patient and wait. Again, this is a little bit of what I've heard. Maybe it's not completely true, but they put in an offer to go up and try to get Chris Olave. They tried. 
didn't get enough. Um, the Saints ended up giving a better offer. I think they gave up a third and fourth from pick 16 uh, to go and do that. Cowboys couldn't get it. And at that point, I think they just waited. Um, There's a couple guys that they liked potentially at 24 that they were hoping would fall to them. Trevor Penning was one. Jordan Davis is one. Both those guys went, uh, what, Davis went 14, 15 range. Trevor yep. Penning went 19. And then once I think the Cowboys got to pick 21, 22, it was pretty clear Tyler Smith is our best available player. He plays a more important position. That's where we're going to go. So that's kind of the way he played out. So any thoughts on this just the way the draft played out all together? Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, it was awful to watch. I mean, I, the sinking feeling really started, you know, it looked good in the first 10 picks, right? Then the run of the wide receivers started going. And then the real sinking feeling I got, I think, was at 15. When the Houston Texans took Kenyon Green, I was like, they're not gonna they're they're gonna run out of guys that are yeah. that are the ones that we're talking about. That Zion Johnson went 17. Traylon Burks, they the Tennessee traded up to go to get Traylon Burks at, at 18. Well, they Tra- they uh they traded AJ Brown to get him, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a, they I traded mean, tra- they traded AJ Brown to get to get him. So basically, yeah, and then it's like, uh, and then you know, the, uh, like I said. Trevor Penning goes right after that, uh, and and at that point, you know, you felt like Tyler Smith was was you know gonna fall to you. Hopefully, in fact, he almost didn't because Tennessee tried to trade ahead of the Cowboys to, to get him. So, uh, but it, it did work out for them. They knew that they, they they felt pretty confident that they weren't gonna need to trade up to go get him, and and they didn't. So, uh, they sat there and and they made their pick. And again. You know, we could all disagree on whether it was good value or not. They had him ranked 16th on their board. That seems very high to me. I, I would have said 30s, you know, at 40 maybe. But, Why do you think they but, ranked him so highly? I, 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 again, I, he has things that are not coachable, that are not teachable. He has physical size and athleticism. He has a, a, a nasty, nasty temperament. He's incredibly strong. He, there are not many college offensive linemen that come out into the NFL that are strong like this guy. Um, and his technique is 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 bad, but it's not like you know start from the ground up yeah. bad. You know, it's it, it. I think it's one of those things where I think a lot of teams, uh, well, I mean, a lot of people were scared off by the the holding numbers and that sort of thing. I think you had to dig a little deeper here. You know, I think you had to look a little deeper at what what was causing the holding issues. How fixable is it? What, how coachable is this kid? How you know, like it, all those things. It sounds and, like and, he and is I, very coachable, right? Yeah, and, and and I think that that's you know, look, he he played defensive line in in high school, and then he only, like I said, he's only had Tulsa offensive line coaches teaching can, him how to play. So can I interject really quickly? I, yeah. So people are comparing this to the taco pick. I want to this explain is why it's a little bit. It's a little bit different, right? Taco came from a big school, and he was long, right? But he wasn't very productive, and he was a very average athlete. That's not the case for Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith has the athleticism. He has extreme length. Um, and he, Listen, I don't want to shoot down Tulsa's weight room or anything like that, but I, I, I've got a feeling I mean, that their weight program probably isn't the same as like a Michigan or Ohio State, right? So I think the belief for the Cowboys is, is hey – we get him into our strength program. Maybe we have him cut some weight because I think he was 325 at the, the combine. We get him down to 317, put some more mass on him. We can get a 
completely different player by the time he's 24 years old. And, and, you know, I mean, again, he's 21 right now. He's yeah, still he just incredibly young. He just turned 21. And, you know, so he's, he's still got a lot of room to grow. He's, I just think, you know, the, there's a couple, like I said, we've, I've already mentioned kind of all the angles, but I think a move inside temporarily will, will, will help with some of this, these issues. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, the, the comparison to taco is it, it's, it, it's it shows a, a lack one. of new, it shows a lack of nuance in, in Actually, the situation that also shows a lack of nuance in the evaluation to the player. A, a better honest. example would be Tristan Hill. Right, because Tristan Hill was kind of a smaller school, really athletic, but the technique was all over the place, right? Now, the difference is Tristan Hill had some maybe some maturity problems, right, coming out of school, where it doesn't seem like that's the case for Tyler Smith. Uh, but you do wonder, like, how fixable are the problems that the Cowboys have with Tyler Smith? Like, how how quickly can you fix that stuff? We'll see. I, I don't I – don't, I think Tristan, Tristan Hill was more of a reach than Tyler – smith is honestly because i think you know there were other teams that were willing to trade up to go get tyler smith in front of the cowboys in this very draft i don't know that anybody else was feeling that way about tristan hill when the cowboys took him the cowboys took him there because they needed the position they didn't have a first round pick and they reached for that spot i, I think they may have reached a little bit obviously because they needed a guard to tackle here but this is i i just i just disagree strongly with the idea that this is like a a third round pick. I mean, I know that that's where you had him, but yep. I just yep. think he's a much better player than that. Okay. Uh, and that's, uh, that's fine. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I don't feel like he's going to be an absolute boss. I, I do think the Cowboys can get a pretty good player here, but man, you're still hoping a lot that he can develop and it might, it might look really ugly in year one. Like it might be a real struggle for him. But the hope is that he can really improve over the next couple of years. So uh, I want to get to what the Cowboys might be able to do on day two. But just any other thoughts from round one? I, I thought the Cole Strange pick to the Patriots was hilarious. I mean, I, did you see Sean McVay's reaction? Did you see yeah, that video? Yeah, I, I saw, the, I saw the, 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 the Rams, right? Like, yeah, I mean. Sean McVay's like, why there, did we waste our time thinking he was going to be that 104? There, there's your reach. I mean, you know, like, I mean, if you want to talk about a, a, a team reaching for an interior offensive lineman in the first round, no one's going to be talking about Tyler Smith, guys. They're talking about Cole Strange. Like, that's crazy to me. So, uh, you know, I think it, if anything, it goes to show you that these teams don't value these players the way that we do. And a lot of times, especially with offensive linemen, like, they may have more and better information than we do. So, yeah. Uh, we should also say that Stephen Jones confirmed that they only had 14 first-round grades. So, yeah. Tyler Smith was 16, so they took a second-round player. Second but round. that's not uncommon anyways when you draft in the 20s, especially not this year. Um, what do you think about the rest of the NFC East? Because I got a bit – don't really uh, – as a Cowboy fan, I don't love what the Giants Thibodeau. did. Uh, Thibodeau and Evan Neal is – Yeah, that was a great draft. I mean, I, 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 certainly, I certainly can't deny that. I mean, again – the quarterbacks for either one of those two teams. So, but at the same safe. time, but it's hard to blame them, right? Like this class. Oh is no, no, so the class is terrible. Quarterback. They were in a terrible spot. It's kind of like the, these these teams that are like, man, the Eagles did all this without giving away their two first round picks. Well, duh, they can't give away their two first round picks next year because they still need a quarterback. 
You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, they can whistle past the graveyard with Jalen Hurts all they want, and and the Cal- and the Giants even more so with 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 their quarterback. But uh, yeah, like they, the, there's no doubt the Eagles and the Giants, as far as team wide, uh, improved their teams much more than the Cowboys did. But they also had way more resources than the Cowboys going in to do that. So that's not surprising. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about what the Cowboys can do in round two to salvage this draft, or at least in my opinion. <laughs> salvage? Come on. Give me a break. Well, we'll see. Uh, summer is coming, and you're going to need some uh, some snack foods this summer. I know. Listen, I did not do well <laughs> in terms of eating uh, eating right on Thursday night. I was stress eating. I had about three Carmelo bars and uh, a couple couple oh, cokes. Uh, I need to start eating better. I'm going to start eating better uh, on Friday when I have my Built Bar like I do for lunch. Uh, Built Bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs, but 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your average candy bar, like a Carmelo, uh, that usually has like 280 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Built.com right now and check out all the new flavors, including banana cream, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They're so delicious that they've got new flavors coming out all the time. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, let's uh, let's talk about what the Cowboys could do here on day two. Um, first and <laughs> well, foremost, I, I think what all we need to do is is uh, get a little bit uh, clearer picture of exactly of Jerry Jones holding up the uh, the board. I don't know if you saw that. It's yes, all over I did. Twitter I'm looking now. at it right now. It's pretty blurry. <laughs> it's very blurry. But if only we could get that cleared up, we could probably we have a great idea of exactly who the Cowboys are going to pick in the second round. Um, yeah, I've I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, no, okay. I, I, I've got the board here on at least by the consensus board, the top yeah. players remaining. Um, I, some of these guys are going to fly off the board: Nakobe yeah. Dean, Arnold Ebiketti, Andrew Booth, Malik Willis, uh, Travis Jones, Bernard Ryman, David Ojabo, Kenneth Walker, my guy Logan Hall still there, uh, Kyler Gordon, a corner that I actually really like, Jaquan Brisker, Pickens, Sky Moore. What do you anticipate the Cowboys doing on Friday? I mean, they got it. I think they have to look at wide receiver, you know, um, see what's there. You know, it's I, I'm really starting to wonder if if we couldn't at least consider Sky Moore, you know, at some point. He's fallen all, all, all this way. Um, I would, you know, I wonder if the Cowboys would consider a move up. I mean, they've already considered a move up to go get Alave, um, you know, so. Yeah, I, I I just wonder I just wonder if they don't maybe make a move to go get a wide receiver. The pickings are pretty thin at this point. At the very least, they may need to reach for another wide receiver at 56, or consider just waiting and then having to kind of go some sort of alternate plan to get wide receivers. But what wide receivers like got to be something there, right? Like to me, it felt like today they got to a certain point, and the rest of the least, like you know what, we're done at receiver. It's just. You know, there's just nobody else that's available that's worth that pick. Like once we got past Jahan Dawson and Traylon Burks, I mean, it's just it's such a big gap, at least for me. Um, but do you draft a receiver in the second round and then hope you can get, fill the other positions? I don't know. I, 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 I almost think they have to go defense with this next pick, in my opinion. There's too many good defenders still available. There are a lot of good defenders still available. I, I just think that the way the wide receivers have flown off the board, 
I'd have concerns about waiting to the third, to be honest. But I mean, maybe maybe something someone lasts. Um, you know, I, I I don't disagree with you. I, I, the board's terrible. The way it fell for the Cowboys is terrible. It, yeah. Um, there's just no way around it. I think they're making the best of what of the situation they got. So, so here's the receivers and, available: George Pickens, mm-hmm. Sky Moore, Christian Watson, John Mechie. And then if you look at the consensus board after that, we were talking massive drops off. So Jalen Tolbert, Khalil Shakir, Calvin Austin, Wandale Robinson. And then after that, another tier where we're talking about like fifth, sixth round so receivers. Maybe what they do is take the best defensive player at 56 and then trade up from 88. You know, because I think in the 70s, 60s, 70s is really going to be your last stand for wide receiver. Right. Like go like, get Khalil Shakir in the third round, or Austin, or, or Austin. If Watson falls, or you know, um, any of these other guys, you know, because I, I think the only guy that you would like really want to, the only two guys that you would really feel like taking at fifty six at wide receiver would be Sky Moore, who we're not sure if they're going to take, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, someone like Pickens, maybe, maybe Watson, but I, I, I don't even know there. So I, I think that. It, it's more appetizing now that we kind of sussed it out a little bit. It, it probably is more appetizing if you can fi- somehow manage to get Ebukake to fall down to you at 56, or uh, yeah, one of those guys, and, and then and then to, to trade up from 88. And, you know, is there anybody on the board that like you want to start making calls right now to go get at 35, 36, or no? Boy Mafi, Logan Hall, anybody like that? I mean, Ebikite, like I said, is a guy that I would think about. Uh, we haven't heard much of we have, what? Nicobe Nicobe Dean. Dean? I mean, You're not as high Nicobe Dean as I am. No, so. I like him a lot, but I don't know that. I think a trade up for that. I, look, I, I trade up Travis, for Travis okay. Jones, maybe. Like would they you, did would have you somebody at Travis Jones's pro day, so. I could see that, you know. I, I mean, I think he's a guy that, that could come in and really help your defense out a lot, right? Like, uh, just because you don't really have – uh, you have a lot of kind of three-technique penetrator guys, but he's a guy that could really bully guys in the middle, uh, and you don't really have necessarily a ton of that, you know, on the line right now. So You know what we need? We need, like, four quarterbacks to come off the board, like the next 12 picks I mean, or so. that – again, that's really I – mean, if you want to talk about the disaster of this draft, it's that – no quarterbacks except for Pickett got taken um, in the first round. Like that's that and like some of the edge rushers. Like we heard, like maybe Boy Mafia could sneak into the first round and Arbold Epichetti and Drake Jackson. You know, we had seemed like there was a big social media push to get Drake Jackson in the first round on Thursday. None of those guys went. It was pretty chalky for the most part, and it, I think it screwed Dallas up a little bit. So uh, yeah, I. I honestly, I don't think there's a reason to trade up yet because there are still guys that I like that could be available at 56 that, um, you know, I think would be, you know, improvements. For example, the Marvin Leal. We we took the Marvin Leal in one of our mocks on Wednesday night. If he's there at 56, I can see how that would make sense. Um, Perry on Winfrey. I like Winfrey a little bit more than you do. I can see Dallas being interested there. Um, you know, maybe you get somebody like, Chad Muma or Boy Mafi falls that far or something like that. So I I, I think I'm good, at least waiting. I, I don't think the Cowboys should panic here at all. 
Not at 56 at this point. I don't think they should trade up. At, I mean, maybe at uh, 88. Like, I, would, I, think. I would love to let me get another third-round pick somehow. You think they should trade back? I mean, I actually wouldn't have a problem with with trading back at 56. Uh, not necessarily trading back, but like taking your fourth and maybe a fourth next year and a fifth this year and trying to get like a pick 90 or something. Like, And that's yeah. the pick you use to go get your tight end. Or that's the pick you use to go get Brian Asamoah, a linebacker for you, or something like that. I, I would like to see the Cowboys in the next, you know, on day two, have three picks where they f- they can get three guys they feel like can contribute this year. They got a lot of picks on day three too. So if if, so they, if someone's looking to kind of you know get a bevy of, of those yeah. kind of third round picks in a, in a deep draft, then that, those are also you know pieces that can be moved around as well. So we're basically saying, are you ready for Sam Williams pick fifty six tomorrow? I, I mean, I don't hate Sam Williams. I think, I, I think, uh, I, yeah, I'm okay with that. I like Sam Williams. I mean, this is the Landon McCool draft. Th- this is not, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, I, you know, that's the thing is that I don't kind of hate, I don't hate Sam Williams. I, yeah. You know, an SEC, uh, uh, an athletic SEC uh, uh, producer at, at, at defensive end. I, again, his problems are not about football. I, I'm just judging the guy on football, so um, that's that's uh, all I got on him. Just one final thing I want to mention before we head out. Tyler Smith for the Cowboys wasn't a pick that all of a sudden came about over the last couple of days, right? And I, I know it maybe seems like that because it was – I think people started to find out Thursday morning that the Cowboys were seriously interested in him. Uh, I, I double-checked today. Go listen to our March 10th show. Oh, yeah. We talked about it. Exact words are: if the Cowboys move on from Lyle Collins, watch Tyler Smith. They've got a lot of interest in him. We I, talked about this, and I, I didn't love it then. But I'm getting people in my mentions right now just killing me, saying that I'm a homer. L- literally, guys, go go listen to the 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 video. Then I, I I have not changed my tune about how I feel about Tyler Smith at all. I thought he should have been a high second round pick. He got taken in the late I late first. I think it was a reach. I still think that he could be a good player. I, I my issues with, with the way he plays, my 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 cons for him, my pros are exactly the same as they were then. We we told you that, that this was a possibility here. Uh, and I, I don't think it's I, I don't know, it's it I, I think people have kind of got this sense of dread in here because there's been several prominent members of Cowboys uh, you know, football's Twitter that don't like him. Well, uh, I, and I also, I mean, let's be honest. A lot of Cowboys Twitter really respects and listens to Dane Brugler, as they should. Dane's one of the best guys out there, and Dane has him ranked 50. And he talked about how it would be a major reach in this draft, and that's not somebody you should draft in the first round. So when you hear it from somebody that's as well-respected as Dane, plus you hear it from maybe Lance Zerline, who's a little bit of an offensive line guru, and the rest of Cowboys Twitter, I understand why people are maybe frustrated. That's fair. I mean, I, I mean, I, I certainly can't argue with with the draft positioning. Uh, you weren't getting a first round player at twenty four. I mean, that, that's that's you weren't. There wasn't one available. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think at this point you were hoping to get good value there, but there wasn't good value there for almost any position. So you get a guy that you think you're going to get the most usefulness out of, 
He's going to come in here. He's going to start at guard for you this season, and then a couple years from now, he's going to slide out to tackle, you hope. And and if that all works out, I have a hard time believing that the 24th pick wasn't worth that, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll come back on day two, uh, and we'll hope that we can have a home run of a draft, right? The draft is more than just first round, right? You can find guys that you really like on day two and day three. And those are the drafts where the good teams win at, right? We'll see what the Cowboys do. Um, if you are upset with a draft, just go look at the Packers <laughs> draft. It'll make you feel back better. They got oh, yeah. the ball linebacker, an old defensive tackle. Uh, you made some money on Quay Walker, not yes. the first linebacker drafted and going in the first round, correct? I so, did. Congratulations I made some to you. Money. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to all the appropriate uh, all the appropriate folks. Yeah, shout out to to, to bet online. So, uh, yeah, all right, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that is our show today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Not sh- quite sure when we're gonna do our next show, but it'll be it'll be soon. Uh, either after day two, after day three, we'll figure it out. Uh, follow us on Twitter where you can get our live reactions on the picks. Uh, that's Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Please go check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Enjoy day two and day three of the draft. We'll uh, see you guys next time. Thanks, everybody.